Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Wonder Woman five minutes by five minutes. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about Wonder Woman uh, minutes, oh boy, 111 through 115. Uh, there you go. And these minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these, min- <laughs> these minutes are going to start out with uh, Ares's continuation of his villain monologue uh, mm-hmm. as Diana, you know, kind of approaches him with her sword drawn. And the minute is going minutes are going to end uh, with Diana and Ares uh, beginning their godlike battle uh, in the airstrip airfield uh, of this production facility that they've been at. Long, long, long minutes, this one. This was a long, it was long. Yeah, we were we were talking about it as we were watching it, and uh, it really went on for a bit. I had forgotten that it was a five-minute clip, uh, but even while watching it, at some point I had remembered it was a five-minute clip, and then amazed that it was not over yet. And then I went, hey, this... When is this supposed to end? And it didn't end anytime soon. Like I was expecting, like a, oh yeah, it's, it was just about to end. No, it was still going. Uh, the the fight was still going on, and uh, and it wasn't really even like the whole five minutes weren't a fight. Like there was his villain monologue, you know, the Wonder Men trying to get on that plane, the monologue incorporating what they're doing into his monologue, and then the the dream sequence, like all these DC villains have. Uh, and then the actual fight, right? Yeah. Uh, and then there were even like some shots of Dr. Maru that I had forgot about. Like she was on the battlefield or like, not the battlefield, but she was like on the airfield. Mm-hmm. Tarmac, me- I believe is what they're called. Yeah. Or what something. Is, yeah. Let me see what that's called. A tarmac? The airfield. Oh, I have, I have a couple notes I, I wanted to catch up on here that I didn't mention before. Uh, but we were talking about that castle. You remember that castle at German High Command? I remember that castle at German High Command. The Arundel Castle in West Sussex. And then the, the, in, the interior shots were the Hatfield House in Hertfordshire. I don't know anything about that, so don't question me. Uh, I, you and me both. Uh, it was a castle with a big, big cannon on it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, but uh, that was a little note I wanted to catch up on. Well, thank but, you for that. <laughs> I didn't want to skimp on it, but yeah, this is this is it's an airfield slash bomb factory. It's both. It's a little bit weird. So they are. It's a it, combo Taco Bell Pizza Hut bomb. It's factory. a What's going it's on? a com- combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell. K- okay. Yeah, KFC. Uh, mm. So, and I don't think we get to see much of it. We do. We see something similar to it in the the Steve Trevor flashback with him being Indiana Jones with the Ottoman Empire. But uh, this is like a bigger scale of it, right? But we don't see it as much like we did in Turkey. Like when we were in Turkey, we saw like the interior of, of it. And then we saw some of it with when we first see Ludendorff and Dr. Maru. But this is like probably their biggest bomb factory that they have here. Um, and so this is like the airfield where they're taking things out and, um, 
and they uh Aline Bonetto like the the set designer she was saying like this idea was set this was the idea here was to create like a high-tech bomb factory of 1918 so it's like this is like their biggest bomb factory that they have um and it looks the concept art is pretty cool for it as well but uh it's supposed to be like a massive airfield apparently they used two different airfields that they filmed at to get like all the different shots that they needed mm-hmm. including the the Ares fight because the Ares fight is like several mini sets with different uh Wonder Woman uh doubles so i guess that helps some kind of ramp up production um so where do you want to start with this one nate because i I know there's a lot going on in this one was there anything that caught your attention the most um yeah (laughs) and we've said it before and and it's a thing that we'd like but it's it it begs the question of um like why and i it may be just a dumb question but um Ares is, uh, he's always this human. And, like, yes, he gets his ass whooped. And, you know, he doesn't have enough power or whatever. But that, does that necessarily mean, like, you have to stay in a, in a physical human form or, or what have you? Um, my main question about that is because I like his little ghost movements, you know? Sorry to scare everybody out there. Oh, spooked yeah. me. Um, his little swift, uh, you know, whispers in the ear kind of just wind doing his thing, which, by the way, didn't we see proper in the beginning of this movie uh, when Dr. Maru, like, got, when she found out, you know, the, the I got the formula. Wasn't it, like, a, a, a wind blew the paper towards her? The crumpled up paper? Yeah, it was. So that yes. was Ares blowing the wind and everything? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, it's just, that it's, would I mean, mean that she had already made that, right? Yeah, she, exactly. She already wrote that down, but, like, did she not take whatever that thing was written down and then test everything else she had with that? Or like, what, I mean, what new information? Sometimes programming can be like that. And, and I say programming, and of course she's a scientist, but like it, it's still programming, like in her brain, right? She's still thinking like writing down a formula and going, no, that's not going to work. And then, you know... Yeah, you, you, you lay, have the formula, you test it, and you, yeah, well, exactly. sometimes I, you don't test it, and that's, you know, sometimes you lay down, you go, well, let me think about it, and then you go, wait a minute, the answer's right here, and then you go, why didn't I think of this earlier? And it's just mental blockage, fortitude type thing, so he was probably just like, no, you're on the right step, just look at this one again. Yeah. So he didn't really just say, like, here's the formula. He probably yeah. just was like, you're close, it's this one. Uh and uh, that helped her out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I do I I do like Ares as a uh not a physical fighter, right? Like I I'm okay with him being like the like a mage like or warlock like villain who doesn't move, and he will instead like. Uh, use telekinesis to move mm-hmm. things for him. Influence and things like that, yeah. Exactly. So if he throws objects or if he... Is in a giant suit of armor? Yeah, and but he, you know, 
uh, I guess to describe his combat, I'll use the the, the video game that he's in, right? Yes, Injustice. I was hoping you would. <laughs> and so he'll use projectiles. And he's, he'll zone is, is kind of the term to use. Is he'll zone his opponents. He'll be like, I'll be here. I won't move. And I'll make sure you can't get to me. That's what zoning is. And so he'll zone Wonder Woman and he'll say, okay, if she tries to come near me, I can throw things at her. Uh, and I, I'm okay with that. Uh, so I do like when she tries to throw like a, like a giant eye beam at him or something similar to that. And he just like lifts himself up just a little bit. It's like to do something that like, uh, I would say like quaint, like that, that effortlessly, like, Oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just midair float. Uh, and that'll, you know, get done with that. Uh, it just shows like just how, casual it is for him to fight and again especially to fight wonder woman so i do i do enjoy the action here i do i do i do uh one thing that i've i've always questioned though is uh and i know it's it's gonna probably gonna laugh about it but it's the mustache right yeah Uh, i i like him when he's (laughs) like the the younger old the the younger david thulis or whatever they did when he's like where he look, you know, he he looks like he got stripped of his armor and got thrown to earth, pretty much. Yeah. That yeah. image of him beaten, that is great. I love the look of that. That looks like Ares. Uh but a British guy in like a like a coat with this with this mustache, I don't know. It's he's got a tie on. I guess uh, I would I, it would, I, for for old man Ares, maybe he needs to be older. Like older older like crippling yeah like a little like uh not not like palpatine where it's like damn why are you 300 years old you should have died already but yeah. you know like uh like a bill nye type old like old yeah. old is that old enough do we need That's to go old. older how about the old man from the toy stories uh chest uh ova yeah. Does that ring a bell? Like, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I was trying to think if uh, that character was used in something else to give him a name. Oh, I'm pretty, um, I, th- I think he does have a name. I think Probably. Th- I think there is a name to that guy. It was kind of cool. He was like playing chess with himself. The Pixar stands will know. I'm sure the, the, the <laughs> hey, Pixar... Hey, where my Pixar stands out? Yeah, <laughs> the Pixar fandom, they know the names of these guys. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, I'm looking at the concept here with Ares... Uh, we haven't gotten to the final look of Ares, and I say the final look is like the armor and everything. It's really just him in, in the suit right now. So maybe we'll we'll table that conversation for later. Um, uh, yeah, we'll I do want. Yeah, <laughs> I do want to have a conversation about that. But anyways, so but the other thing that Ares does that's kind of interesting in, in this five minutes is the uh, the dream sequence, which is something we've talked about before, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it in another movie and maybe two movies maybe we've talked few... about it in two previous movies actually We're going to talk about it in two more movies right uh maybe every movie i'm trying to think now because it happens in that movie happen it might it's gonna happen in the next movie right and then it might happen in uh does it happen in shazam does it happen? No, I don't think I don't think he has any dreams. It kind of happens in Birds of Prey, right? Anyways, she's just crazy, so it's hard to keep track. So, anyways, uh, where am I going with this? Dream sequence, Aries. 
this seeing this even for the first time, I think doesn't Wonder Woman say like I can't go with you on this one? She says something like that, which is very similar to what Superman said, Henry Cavill said, Man of Steel, right? Like this is like very close to verbatim of of what happens in Man of Steel with General Zod, which that too is a great dream sequence uh moment, right? Which one? Uh both. You tell me. Yeah, the I mean, well I think both are great. But I I, yeah. I do I, when I saw when I'm saying what I, what I'm saying is when I saw this one is I was like, "Oh, this is this is just like that Man of Steel scene." Yeah, absolutely. Are, yeah. So were you asking me to compare the two? No, 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 no. Okay. I was um, just yeah it's it's very similar extremely similar almost you know the exact same (laughs) um minus a couple skulls here and there i guess yeah missing the skull the ball pit of skulls yeah you're right um oh i forgot that's what we dang good memory mark Uh, it's been shoddy lately (laughs) anyway um so the dream sequence happens in a little bit but not before then we're we're hopping and Hipping yeah, all over the place yeah. with this we're going, back, we're going back and forth. I don't, I, <laughs> it's all about Aries today, so it is. I want to talk about um, the 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 sword, uh, obviously the real fake sword that we got, and this oh, is our the com- real confirming fake sword. the real fake sword. Real fake sword. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his his defense for that. Just the one hand. That's insane. Like when you said, mage, wizard. Aries, that's mm-hmm. that's it. I yeah. mean, that's just so cool. That's a power move. Yeah, it really is. And mm. so, <laughs> do you think why didn't why didn't the ha- I guess she probably stopped it because it did start to burn the handle the the hilt. Um, I was gonna say like, was the hilt the only thing that was made godlike? And they were like, well, we kind of ran out of metal. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, right? Imagine Hephaestus like running out of materials. What is he gonna do? Is he running out of uh, like what do you call I- that? I don't know eyelets for your your blacksmith yeah. boots or something. I don't know. <laughs> he ran out of crafting materials. Yeah, he lost uh, his his riveter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a funny concept, but right? uh, uh, yeah, no the 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 God Killer being broken, uh. Yeah, that it just the way it's shot, just the way it's framed, and like you see it, like like it's not even melting. It's 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 like the material isn't melting, and it's 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 burning. It's 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 burning. It's it's like like, paper. Yeah, it's like paper. It literally is. I mean, it's it's like maybe not paper. I think it's like um obviously it's rock. Yeah, it's it's rock. It's mineral. It's it's a mineral melting and just. It's you know, dematerial dematerializing in a way that metal would only do if it was struck with such speed and force that it not speed force speed and force that it would like like particleize into like this ashy compound and not like bend or be malleable. Yeah, like, you know, a sword blade you would think would be. Um, yeah. Imagine like if a blacksmith was like really cooking a sword and he brought it off the uh, whatever and it was uh, red hot and like you 
you know, King Arthur Sword in the Stone, that thing, and it just like shattered on the rock instead of going through it. I don't know I, why I needed to give you that description. It didn't help it, at all. It did help. It did help a little bit. Uh, like so I, I saw something. Main, what? Yeah. No, I was thinking about like this one video I saw once on Myth MythBusters, and uh, they were talking. They I guess they had like two semi trucks like at full speed ram into each other, mm-hmm. and like in the slow motion of the camera, you can see like the two front ends of like the semi trucks just kind of like turn into dust and they like swirl a bit and it's just like the metal is moving so fast that it's like particleizing and that's like what i'm thinking about Hmm. and it's like that's like there's so like for this sword to break like that and to be hot and ashy like like this man is dismantling this thing it's pretty cool to see that i don't know it's it's an it's a neat effect um but it's a it's a very cool like shot of him like destroying the sword and then he like he blows the ash off and it's like it's like just a really cool villain moment uh i do like that i do like this this whole bit here and then what's the it's good and and his power move again of blowing the dust from the hand i mean that's just it's intimidating he's he's (laughs) he's intimidating he's scary did you finish your thought about his mustache as I'm looking at it, like, right smack dab in my face? I just thought it was weird, like, that he still had the mustache, uh, you know, as a prince of Olympus or whatever you'd, you'd call him. Like, just the son of Zeus, like, being banished. And it's like, you're telling me this guy was rocking this mustache all these years and never decided to change it? Um, I guess, but also, like... You know, you see Zeus depicted with a beard and things like that. Was David Doulis like, I, I'm, this mustache is non-negotiable. I don't <laughs> Character need to make... choice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's I'm funny. Not gonna, I'm not going to um, make any jokes about mustaches. <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's a couple more things that happen before we get into like again more Aries bits that that I have more questions about um but we do see a little bit of you know we we get the uh wait I completely skipped something what'd you skip oh no I thought I skipped something so it's sword gets sword gets destroyed Diana uh-huh. brings out whip <laughs> uh-huh um a lasso if you will lasso sorry not whip what is this Indiana Jones no that <laughs> yeah. was like months ago um so no sword lasso obviously of Hestia. not a fake no lapses in decorum yes um not a fake not a fake lasso it's a real real god weapon yeah that's um, a real 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 whip but real, uh real, real <laughs> but we do get the the confession or news that diana is the god killer which we've known yeah it was pretty obvious but we did yeah we figured it out congrats but <laughs> uh they don't go into it as much as uh you you'd might you you would think like you'd think there'd be like uh you are the god killer and then they like flash back and then they show zeus and then how zeus brought and left diana with hippolyta and it was Too just much. like don't need yeah it. they didn't do that you, well you do don't it. i mean you don't need well, they, to go back to themiscara right now no but they could have and some people would be like oh yeah this is when you like flash back and you show Olympus, and you show the gods, and what they were doing. And it's like, but it's third act, right? So it's like we yeah. have to come on. We gotta. They're not important. 
Steve Trevor is important. So let's, uh, let's keep referencing him right now. Anyways. So, uh, yeah, I think it was a really good job for them to, to not show it, but at the same time, I'd like to see it eventually. What do you want to see? Like Zeus walking up to the beach, seeing Hippolyta and just like, what do you think he does? Smacks his hand on the ground. (laughs) Boom. Clay baby. Not exactly. Not exactly like, uh, not exactly like I want to see that exact moment, but I would like to see Mount Olympus, the gods, how things were, the war of the gods, maybe, maybe seeing a little bit about how that ties into the invasion from Apocalypse, maybe, because uh, we know Ares hadn't turned then, but he turns. Mm-hmm. He turned. The war of the gods happened after. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just saying, like, it would be cool to see that, or uh, in 1984, it would be kind of cool to see some more Greek gods enter the uh, uh, the present day of the story. So, yeah. like. In 84 would be kind of cool. Like, I'm still jonesing for, like, Strife to show up or Poseidon or uh, uh, I, I'm Mercury. What's his, what's his other name? Hermes. Hermes. It's Flash, though. No. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying because I almost, I, I stopped myself from saying it'd be cool to just see Hermes, like, zip down real quick with some winged sandals. Uh, hell, get Paul Schaefer to do it again and have him come in and just, like, give her some... Please. Like, cool letter or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no matter... Okay. New rule. If you're going to write Hermes in your story, you have to cast Paul Schaefer. No. It doesn't <laughs> have to be that. Please don't. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, we're going to do a, a, a Hermes uh, origin. Okay. Anyways... Uh, it would be cool to see other gods. I agree. Uh, I, I think uh, because, it'd be really cool. I mean, we only got the little bit in 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 Joss Whedon's Justice League. Um, a little bit, yeah. Not and too like, much. Th- I will tell you that that is that that is a thing that scene is uh, it got high pause pausing numbers for me. Paused it a lot because you got to see everybody. Because then you also have to be like. Okay, do those characters age? So the Zeus in, in that movie would then just be the Zeus today. Like, if we saw him now, he'd still have black hair. No, he would have, like, the godly white hair. And, like, uh, you know, like, uh, what's I, his name? I, 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 maybe I, I, I want to agree with you, but I think we are projecting... <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> incorrect. I think we're projecting incorrectly because there is no you can't, rule you saying can't cast Rip Torn for him. <laughs> well, not anymore. Um, but like, there there are no rules that say Zeus will age. There are no rules that say Ares just, you know, like being in his mid forties or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Artemis was there. That was a, that would be a cool one to see again. Yes, she's, she, Artemis is there. And um, I was just thinking earlier, like Artemis would be one of the cool ones to to see uh, in a Wonder Woman movie because Artemis is in the New Fifty Two books as well. <laughs> kind of like a a rival, like a not so much a villain, but like just a rival. Yeah, you don't they, think um, you know, we already had her in the beginning of this movie. 
No, that's the that's Artemis named after Artemis the god. I know. Wouldn't it be too confusing? Uh, most people still just know her as Anne Wolf. <laughs> they just go, "Oh, that's Anne Wolf." Uh, the actress? Yeah, or the the uh, forget what her profession title is. Stunt coordinator. Bodybuilder. Oh, okay. M- MMA. I had to double back. I want to make sure I get that right. But anyways, talking about M and M's, the candy. No. <laughs> uh, no, we're not talking about that. Anyways, um, yeah. So it would be cool to see some other gods in the, in the in the mix and to see them uh, a little bit more often. But that's a that's a preference. That doesn't make you know. I'm not going into 1984 going okay. Well, they didn't talk about the gods at all. Bad movie. Zero out of ten. Right yeah. numbers. Um, Met- yeah, and I can also feel like that I, I would have that opinion uh, if there were no gods in 84 and just be like, well, yeah, that was the first one. That one had the god. That one had the god fight in it. This one, you get uh, a Wonder Woman villain. You get the che- you get Cheetah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Some people want to go into like more of the, you know, the Wonder Woman history and mm-hmm. like her actual villains and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, she's not just gods. I guess we were kind of tainted more so, not tainted i guess we were more influenced uh, no um just because of new 52 you know biased. New 52, yeah maybe biased yeah mm-hmm. um because influence that was would have worked gods. but you didn't want it so <laughs> well i'm not making wonder woman stuff based off of new 52 it doesn't matter they did um, do a, a wonder woman animated film and uh called bloodlines came out not too long ago part of the dcamu uh, and that one kind of did both. It was juggling this kind of like all-star team up of Wonder Woman villains as they try to resurrect Medusa, and then Medusa tries to destroy Themyscira, and then so Wonder Woman's final fight is with Medusa. Uh, and then you know the movie starts with her origin of her getting basically exiled off the mascara uh which that one's a little bit more clear because you know i remember us talking about it in this movie but we were like so wait is hippolyta letting her leave or is hippolyta being like okay hey you're actually exiled here i'm not Mm -hmm. flat out saying it but you're exiled don't let the door Uh, hit you yeah the the bloodlines movie was more it was like straight up like all right get off this island you're done trying to help out this man you're done yeah unsubscribed uh so yeah bloodlines tries to do both it is a pretty good it's not the best i would say um but i I think it's pretty good and also i still think we're in an era where we're starved of wonder woman content like i know we have a sequel coming out duh but also it's like we have one movie about to have two movies zero video games two animated movies and, and an old uh, TV show. And she still she still never had an animated movie. Uh, I'm sorry, not animated movie. An animated series of her own like Superman and Batman does. Yeah. So uh Bruce Tim, come on now. What are you doing? Let's get a Wonder Woman one. Uh what's her name? Susan Eisenberg. She does a Wonder Wonder Woman voice. Call her up. Uh let's see here. Hmm. Was there anything we missed out on? This far, I'm still like, I feel like there's still so much more to unpack. 
There's a I know. lot. Yeah, I'm like skimming through it. Um so Aries is a his dream thing. Um I'm curious if he's like only able to do that because of the lasso. Uh there's like some sort of tie you know between the two of them, a tether if you will, literally and figuratively. Um cuz you know, uh they were doing it in Clark's mind uh when he was on the ship. So like that was like just some like tech- technology thing. This is uh clearly godlike magic. Um and now I'm just thinking about Bruce. His uh nightmare thing was probably premonition, but also science because of Barry and everything like that. Um Yeah, like a weird like is this a nightmare or is this a symptom of yeah. Barry's time traveling and Bruce seeing into the actual future and not just like a dream that he he made up based off his own bias yeah right yeah so yeah i I agree i i I think i think this one is real too and what i mean by that is that so you have aries like doing this weird electrical thing with his hand right to the lasso that she's holding and this is supposed to be the lasso of hestia it compels people to tell the truth yes he says the god of truth the god of truth not the god of war is he reversing the effects to her with the electricity, right? So she is being told the truth in a mm, way. Yeah. She being is she being shown the truth in a way? Like is are his powers Yeah. Creating this in her mind. Cause in my opinion, I like it could be like I think he's being honest. Like he is being honest. Like the world would look like this if we get rid of men. Yes. Yes. But is that the right thing to do? And the right thing to do would not be to eradicate the human race because uh, there's beauty in men and the creations that we, I don't know. I don't, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to defend humanity right now in this year of 2020. (laughs) But but, uh, I I do, I, I do think that there's, what he's saying is true and what he's showing her is true. It's not a lie like, uh, well, even General Zod didn't lie about it. He was like, hey, this is what it's going to look like. It's not going to look pretty. But, uh, you know, Krypton will live again. Yep. Uh, so at least he wasn't painting it pretty because uh, that would have been lying. But here it's pretty and I don't think Ares is lying either. I think he's like, yeah, you know, it'd be nice again. Uh <laughs> the nature's returning. It's reclaiming what was once um, theirs. But like, so like, just the nature would be there. Um, no gods, because they're all dead. And by his logic, no humans. Yeah, who would be left? Diana and ju- him. Just like two people? <laughs> Maybe Noppy. Would he be like, uh, yeah, what about Incubus? What about um, uh, Enchantress? So, well, now we're getting just like other godly effects. Like, what about Atlantis? What about the, 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 it wasn't the Kraken. What was that thing called again? I don't remember. Mary Poppins. What was that yeah. thing called? I don't remember. Um, I, I, I think I was kind of thinking that like the lasso around Ares and, uh, him, like that is, that's how Ares would use the lasso. 
um, not just like whip it around you, tell me the truth. I'm going to whip it around you and also show you the truth. So like that just seems like a more advanced godlike power with this tool that is available to him. Also kind of feel, feel uh, felt like like an overflow kind of issue. Um, you know, like so much <laughs> of this truth in this being here is like just getting shot right back to Diana. You know, yeah. maybe maybe he helped with the electrical start, you know, to, to, to push it along more so in her mind. But uh, it feels like <laughs> you put the lasso of truth around the god of truth. I think you're getting hit with something hard. <laughs> you're getting hit with some truth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot, though. Um, so I'm trying to think here, being that this is the lasso of Hestia and he is the you know, God of truth or God of war, whatever you will. Yeah. Is now that's not, that's not her title. Uh, you know, Hestia is like, was like the God of hearth, a fireside. Right. Uh, and so the other thing about the lasso of Hestia is, is that it was just very hot and yeah. it would just like, uh, basically torture the truth out of you. Um, I don't know if there's a connection and I think this is up for more of the mythology buffs out there. But I, I don't know if Hestia and Ares have any connection because I know Hestia is supposed to be like one of the older siblings. Like we're talking like in in the line of Zeus and Poseidon and Hades and all them, mm-hmm. like that part of the family tree. So Hestia would be more of an aunt to Ares, uh, of course. To the Greek family tree of the gods is all over the place sometimes, so it's hard to keep track. Um, so that, that would be a question for, for people out there. I don't, you know, if they, they know anything about that. Um, but he's, he says he's the God of truth and I do kind of believe him because I feel like, do you think that's his proper title? Like, could you go by that proper title title or would you just still call him the God of war? Uh, was he causing war on Mount Olympus? Like, that's the thing. Was he being, like, Loki-esque in his ways of being, you know, just causing trouble to cause trouble? Then I would be like, yes. Then he would be, like, the god of war, the god of conflict. Like, that's just what he does naturally. Just, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Or, uh, if, you know, if, if he's not seen as the god of war from the god's perspective and seen as the 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 god of truth then like by man's view he would be the god of war because i guess you would you know man needs someone to blame other than themselves so like have an outside influence um and just kind of tell that lie of uh this is the truth you just don't want to accept it you know Mm -hmm. um yeah so like maybe maybe he's the god of war from man's perspective, but from his peers, he is the god of truth, and maybe it also works with his peers. Maybe he does show a, another truer side of the gods that brings some sort of animosity to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I could. Say, yeah, it's just where like did a his perception and and. So for him to be able to kill all the, all the the gods and everything like that, where did that power come from? Is that because war was waging so much below that he was, you know, 
doing that whole you believe in me i get more powerful is that is that the idea how was he able to just eradicate all the gods um are you saying because of the war with apocalypse is that why no just oh like him him killing the gods right he killed everybody except zeus yeah he did kill everyone except zeus he did kill everyone. How? I think that, uh, he's just he's got a few good shots in. Yeah, I don't know. Just I better. don't know. That's I don't know. I I don't know a thing about how people. I think people who write stories about Greek gods, I think they always skip over the part over how they actually uh, earn their titles or how they're born and stuff like that. I have no idea. Yeah, I not a single. I don't know. I, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Because <clears throat> then that also gets into Athena, who's like the god of wisdom and also the god of war sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, what's is there a difference? Or are they just a mastermind in that field? So they get the title god of this. Like uh, maybe Poseidon was just really good at like equestrian stuff. So he became the god of horses and the god of water. And people are like, what? That doesn't make any sense. And then he was like, yeah, dude, water and horses. It's a big deal. And they were like, all right, it's cool. It's fine with me. I mean, that kind of makes sense because like a really raging flowing river. I've seen, you know, depictions of, of horses. But even Lord of the Rings has that main scene of the, the river coming down. <laughs> with the, And they're horses that killed the, the horses. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good one. And I'm pretty sure I'll there's been it. like a shaving commercial where, you know, it'll show you a razor and it's like the water's... Got the horses? Some, yeah, like weird 3D animated liquid horses. I think you're thinking of God of War 3. Probably. Which also has water horses. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know how, like, I don't know. I don't know when Ares was like, yo, we're gonna... I'm just better than all of you. <laughs> and they were like, What? And he's like, yeah, now, now you're all dead. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how that came about. But um, so if we're talking about Greek god Ares for just this next couple seconds, I have one last question. Yes, um, sir. You in the back. He gets smacked by some Zeus lightning in the sky. Uh, I really do enjoy this costume that this Ares has. Um, I like seeing it more. Uh, in Justice League 2, especially the helmet. I like the helmet. And later on in this film, when he makes like the eye, the face cut out or whatever, that's just cool. But he gets zapped by the lightning. Is this his like shoulder pad or something yeah. falling off beside him? Mm-hmm. That's a shoulder pad. That's it. It's just a it's just armor. It's just like, okay, you're we're just depicting like you're just a one two pieces of armor falling off. Um is that the question? Yeah. He also doesn't have shoes. Does that help? He's I was going armor. to point that out, but I didn't. I didn't. Th- I didn't feel like I needed to because that's. I mean, who cares? He's a god. He's floating in the sky. Like, you would you expect him to have like sandals? Maybe, but it doesn't matter. You cared about the shoulder pads. Yeah. Why? You didn't care. That he, what do you mean? Why? He got hit. It's falling off. It's flaking off. I just find it so odd to add that detail. Um, and then it makes me think, like, you know, stupid kid imagination like did those two pieces fall to earth and they became some sort of weird godlike metal uh in the god of war games yeah i think that does happen 
God's armor gets broken off and falls to earth, Midgard. And the, and then and oh, I'm talking about like the original ones, not the Viking ones. Okay. Not the not the reboot one, but uh, yeah, in the original ones, it was just like, oh, I got you know, uh, the this golden fleece armor, right? And it like helps, but they're like he has like all these god weapons because he's he's killed most of them, uh, and then he gets like the Zeus sword at the end of like the second one or something mm-hmm. like that. <clears throat> but anyways, so yeah, like it's just armor pieces breaking off. I don't even know if. Uh, I mean, I say that, but then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, those things would be mystical in nature because everything is made by the gods, right? Yeah, um, and and clearly, it's they, they they had to have been physical because when he's shown like on Earth, fallen and wounded, his helmet is down beside him. So, I mean, and all of his 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 pads and everything like that are still, uh, you know, materials fallen to Earth now. Um, about one of his uh, like only one of his legs one leg of his is is covered in armor the other one is completely like disarmored like there's no armor there oh he's got like the leather straps on the leg yeah yeah so i don't even know if like this was a a a one strike fight like i don't know if zeus was just like all right lightning bolt yeah and he was like oh you got me critical hit i'm out i'm done you got me bud uh, I don't know if they were fighting for a while and like more armor was breaking off and stuff like that. Um, um, I will, I will say I'm always a fan of this like Baroque looking animation, dude. It's oh always God. very, pr- it's so always good. so pretty. And the I'm so glad we have it in multiple scenes, uh, throughout this extended universe and in different movies. I think I can look at these clouds all day. How do I get like a screensaver? That's just like this yeah. but like moving like animated yeah how do i get that how do um, i look at that all the time you said that uh how long was the fight or whatever um well time obviously not really a concept and stuff like that but it one cool right. thing that i like in that uh immortals <laughs> movie henry cavill yeah. um yeah, of course the last scene is is all the gods like you know they died but they went to olymp mount olympus and they continued the fight like there was a constant fight of of the gods and the immortals like and I, uh, the gods and the titans i think that's really cool that the, the fighting of the gods of olympus and the titans is like a you know it, it it lasts forever yeah absolutely that was um even as a kid watching you know disney's hercules for the first time and seeing those titans break out of like tartarus mm-hmm and then, like, being like, oh, we need to go climb Mount Olympus. And seeing those gods up there and then seeing, like, these titans that were, like, cyclone. The lava monster. Yeah, and Oce- Oceanus and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then in God of War 3, they do the same thing, right, where the titans start climbing Mount Olympus and you see Oceanus and, and you know, all of them all over again. And just being like, that's cool to me. I would see, I would like to see that. I would like to see that in kind of like a Pacific Rim way where it's like you they are a bit more of a focus and maybe the the war between the Titans and the gods are a little bit more uh screen time cuz I do love that concept. I do like seeing that. Uh 
and and it doesn't really matter how they're depicted. I just like seeing that. Not so much the Immortals way because the Titans didn't really have uh, character to them. They mm-hmm. were all the same. Yeah, they were all terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they the the gods themselves were different. They were cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, the way that they look in Hercules in Disney's Hercules, I remember that just being like to me as a kid. I was like, wow, that's. And maybe that stems from my love of giant monsters, you know, but seeing the Titans, I was like, damn, that's cool. And now the Godzilla universe calls their monsters Titans. So full circle, right? Yep. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I love it. I would love to see uh, more Greek mythology movies uh, directed in like this kind of stylized take, like how they do this and then immortals. And I think that, I think they were getting that way with with the Wrath of the Titan reboot and stuff, mm. but it got a little too superhero-y. Uh yeah. A little too superhero-y, maybe a little too action-y. And uh I don't know. There's a there's a I think there is a disconnect there. I you know, the the Percy Jackson movies I thought were pretty good. And I didn't even read the books or anything and I wasn't like super into them, but then I started watching them and, you know, from like an outside perspective going into this franchise that people like, I was kind of like, I can get on board with this. It's not bad. I kind of dig it. And um, I think yeah. they might be rebooting that franchise again. Maybe. Maybe. I, uh, I do think that the Percy Jackson series was a very good retelling and uh, modernization of Perseus um, for young adults, I guess. You know, it came out at the time when when we were primed for it, so maybe there that played into it. But I th- I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, definitely Greek gods. Uh, more, it just makes me want to go back and watch Immortals again. <laughs> um, um, I I I think all of them are pretty good. I I I'm I'm curious to see you know, and it'll probably happen one day that you know God of War will be listed on like a hey we're gonna make a movie of god of war and then they'll come that argument of like well you should just play the video games right weren't and there two hercules movies that came out like two or three years ago same year there was, it was like a, hercules and legend of hercules or something yes there was there was one with half thor right half thor was one there was like a half thor hercules who's half thor uh, Half Thor Bjornsson, he was uh, the mountain. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Half Thor, like a Hemsworth brother or something. Well, no, but his name is Half Thor, as in like Half Thor. Of, of the God of Thunder. Yeah. Is it one word? Yeah, it's one word, Half Thor. H-A-F-T-H-O-R, Half Thor. Oh, it's a badass name. Yeah, it's a badass name for a fucking giant. Yeah. Excuse my language. (laughs) (laughs) That guy is huge. Uh, No, I think he broke a world record called the Hercules Hold, uh, in which he holds like two two, uh, Olympic or Olympian looking pillars, like Greek pillars. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like two Hercules looking pillars. Like marble pillar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's holding two of them, one in each hand, and he's keeping them from falling. And it's called the Hercules Hold. He broke a record for that. Wow. What am I trying to do here? Hercules movies. Let me try to figure out 
Which movie? Because I know The Rock was in one, right? You got The Legend of Hercules. Yes. The Rock was the Hercules one. Okay. Hercules, that's it. That's the name, was The Rock. And that one was 2014, I want to say. Yes, 2014 was that one. Now, who starred in The Legend of Hercules? Can you take a guess? It's like... I want to say one, it was some some guy that was he had a good movie previously and he was kind of casted as just like the big beefy dude and it just fell flat. Now I gotta look this up because I have no idea who this guy is. No. Um. Oh, I'll give you a hint. He played Poseidon in Immortals. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Wow, that's, I mean, okay, so, like, my mental image of the Poseidon from Immortals versus, like, that Legend of Hercules, um, like, t- t- very, very tiny, going to, like, he, like, really built his body up to be Hercules. Uh, this guy also played someone in every Twilight movie. Do you want a name? His name is... Emmett Colon. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a he's a little, one of them vamps. <laughs> oh, yeah, he funny. was like he was like the big he was the big uh you know big the, vamp? The, yeah he was the big muscle vampire of the Cullen crew. Okay, his name is Kellen Lutz. Oh, I, I know. know Kellen Lutz. Yeah, I only know Lutz from Thirty Rock. And it's that's they're a totally the same. Lutz. Ke- same. I'm, uh, they made a joke in Thirty Rock about them being family, so maybe it's it's true. But also, he he was <laughs> in an episode of Thirty Rock. <laughs> oh, <sighs> she would make a joke about that. Um, yeah, Kellen Lutz was Hercules of the Legend of Hercules, 2014. The same year Hercules starring The Rock came out. Wild. Wild. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there should be like a little bit more coordination with, with studios or something like that. Or maybe it was just like, okay, if you're going to make a Hercules movie, you have to release it so uh, like you, you keep their attention. How do you do that? I don't know. Release two Hercules movies. It's like that, that joke about, uh, you know, this, let's not go to that Denny's. Let's go to the good one. Uh, and maybe it's, maybe, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's like a, a royalty thing. Oh like maybe yeah. They, they can just, anyone can just make a Hercules movie. Or they, maybe they like, had to make the Hercules movie just to keep that property or something for yeah. the next so many years. It says, this article is about the 2004 film starring Ke- Kellen Lutz for the 2014 film starring Dwayne Johnson. See Hercules 2014. Uh, and it says the same thing, so there's no wait. There's the no bias there. Hercules, starring Kellen Ke- Lutz, came out in 2004. Teen. Oh, okay. They both came out in 14, right? I wasn't yes, wrong. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. This uh, the the rocks Hercules, and sorry to get on this tangent, but this one was this one was directed and produced by Brett Ratner, and. Uh, it's like a 3D at action adventure film. So I, I think this was a, still in the time where people were trying to make movies for 3D. So, and I think, I think the first uh, Wrath of the Titans, like the Sam Worthington ones, was also like a 3D action adventure film. So like every... That one didn't come big, out in 3D. 
No, but it has like the things catered for it. So like, you know, like Medusa, if she were to lunge at Sam Worthington, it was like going right for the camera so that like when it's produced, it's like done for 3D effect. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I know what you mean. So they're classified as 3D action adventure films for like that, that, uh, that gimmick of 3Dness. Uh, I don't know. You want to watch these movies one day and find out? I almost watched one of the Hercules movies. Like, I want to say last year or something like that. I almost put it on. I don't know which one. I'm pretty sure it probably wasn't the one with The Rock. Um, It's not bad casting. This is like, basically they were saying, well, we got to do this before it's too late. Because who else is going to play Hercules? <laughs> Kellen Lutz? Kellen Come Lutz. Come on now. I mean, Really? <laughs> Um, and then we're, I can't forget about that Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Hercules, like Hercules in New York or something like that. Whatever that movie was. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I know Conan, but yeah, Yeah, no, no, no. no. I don't. Before that. I mean, uh, no. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think I'm good there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, let me, let me skim ahead here again a little bit. Um, real quick, I want to talk about a little bit about what the Wonder Men are doing on okay. the, uh, the bomber. So they actually discover the plans here. This, this, this bomber that's here near the, the town of Veld, right? Kind of close to Belgium, right? It's going to overnight it all the way to London, which is where they're going to drop these bombs. What's your thoughts about that? Um, I, it's, uh, that's that's a that's a very menacing thing to do. Um, I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's it a very good. long plane ride. It's not a long plane ride. Maybe I don't know Europe that well. I don't think. I was thinking, like in my head, like would they even make it? Wouldn't people? I mean, I guess with the armistice, people are going to be like, "Oh yeah, it's peace. We're going to be celebrating today." But then I'm like, is it tomorrow? Like, how soon is the armistice going to be? I'm well. Are they they really not going to be looking for like air sirens and air raids? And I guess are those a thing yet? I don't know if if the sirens for the raids are a thing or if that came out with the uh, World War II and they were like, hey, you know, blitzkrieging and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. One of the top ten worst sounds to hear, right? Uh yeah, there was that whole video, um, and like most of them were uh, plane engines from war. It just seems like, so you're you're carrying all these bombs directly to London. It would be like a huge massacre. Yes, it would. I was just trying to think like, would they really make it? Would they really get there? Like, and no one would be concerned. I, I guess like yeah, you could have. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's a tall order didn't america do it twice and you know yeah, america just do it twice 30 yeah, years later did, and yeah they did do that that was pretty bad of us uh <sighs> i keep i keep thinking about something and it and it oh the armistice yes it's not supposed it's not happening because Ludendorff killed everybody that was supposed to sign sign it in that one room way early on right so like no one's thinking that the war is going to end tomorrow 
Yeah, because everyone at that gala was there to see the war continue. Yeah, it was a German victory. I don't know what exactly they were uh, celebrating. Maybe just like preemptively celebrating their victory of the war because tomorrow they're just going to bomb London. Yeah, those people were celebrating the war still going on, weren't they? That gala was a celebration. And now that I'm thinking about it, like they were setting up chairs to bomb a, a small town. Yeah, I mean, like he, you know, they asked, like, what are we celebrating? He said, a German victory. Yeah, those people are also celebrating, like, a war machine happening. Yeah, I mean, those it's very like invest. Yeah, I was going to say like, that very, <laughs> those people may have been investors or, or people investors. that are. That are involved in the uh, constant production. You know, they're they're war profiteers. Yeah, that's some real shadiness right there. That's yeah, that's uh, that's messed up. That is pretty messed up. They were all those people there were counting on there not being an armistice tomorrow. I I don't know if if it actually was supposed to be tomorrow. No, I don't. But well, you, whatever. But you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but to go about your point about how this plane is going to get there without anybody noticing, obviously there's no radars. Uh, I this plane looks a lot more advanced than the other planes that we saw, so it's probably faster. It may be able to have a higher altitude, so the other planes just you know can't get to it or anything like that. Or if there were scouts, by the time they were to tell whomever they needed to tell that plane would just the bomb plane would be way too fast so like they can't get to it that's where i'm thinking this like this i mean steve calls this plane the future uh so i'm inclined to believe that once that takes off like there's no stopping it was it also supposed to be like unescorted like there is it was going to go by itself there were no other like fighters fighter plane. Yeah, I, I don't i don't think so which you would think normally, like, uh, especially in World War II, that was a thing. Like, they all had, like... Yeah, but uh, I don't know escorts. how... Um, I, didn't play the, I didn't play that Battlefield 1 <laughs> game, so I'm not, <laughs> not I don't, too sure. I don't know how... Um, uh, I don't know what you call it. Maneuvers. Uh, to me, the World War One plane stuff that I've seen, it just seems like it's, like, one or two planes that just fly low and drop their bombs by hand. And it's just so like, well, we can't reach them, so we can't hit them. Yeah, but th- yeah, that really was World War One. Yeah, where they were so just, I like, don't know it, if like it was just a guy was in a plane. He just happened to have uh, munition on him. Yeah. Um, so I don't know That's if there he, was wait, like maneuverability or formation really for for like. So I, I don't I don't think like the idea of a fighter like squadron or battalion or fleet. <laughs> Is is a thing? Yeah, because uh, they they would have to have two. They they can't do both, right? They they'd have to have the the backup. Uh, I, I'm trying to th- like the the backup gunner, right? There's a person flying the plane, and then there's a guy who has a gun because they can't do both. Yes, that's how, that's World War One we're talking about. World War Two, they were like, yeah, we now the guy can do both. Yes, They're, the guns are in the front now. It's Tom Hardy mm-hmm. from Dunkirk. Um, whereas right now we have Brendan Fraser from The Mummy, 
and so yeah, so they they would have to have someone manning it. And uh, we saw in in the beginning of this movie, Steve Trevor does the bomb thing, mm-hmm. turns a plane ninety degrees, just drops a bomb by hand. It was a bomb, right? It wasn't a grenade. It, he dropped an actual. That's bomb. like what their bombs were. I mean, it wasn't these bombs, but it was. An a explosion. Bomb. Yeah, it was a bomb. Oh, and it wasn't the A bomb. It was just oh, a God. bomb. No, yeah. Um, yeah. So it is kind of interesting to see that you know that this plane. There's a lot of there's a lot of bombs right there. That's an incredible amount of bombs. Um, it's like it was gonna- last Jedi amount of bombs. <laughs> there were, those, yeah, there was a, that was a lot of bombers in the beginning of that movie. I'm glad you remember that. There was like three or four ships filled to the brim with bombs. Yeah, and they, and they only they needed tripped. one. They, 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 yeah, and they tripped themselves. Like, it's like imagine like, it's like carrying a bunch of boxes, and like you just you, you hit a cur- you hit a, a crack, and you just trip on your shoelace or something. Whoop! <laughs> they should have added the whoop, like just like slipping banana peel slip noise. In space, yeah. In space, they can't hear the banana peel slipping. Man. Anyways, this is a super uh, plane. It's got super bombs on it. Um, they all seem to be rigged with timers. Uh, so stakes are pretty, pretty freaking high right now. It's really just like you gotta. We we don't have time. We have to stop this. Uh, how? What would you even do? Like. Yeah, I guess your first My- mindset is like stop it here on the ground just to like, you know, cut it out. Um mm-hmm. but then later we realize that that's not the case and you got to you got to get up there. My last question would be uh right at the end here, right right I want to say in the last minute before the fight scene happens uh between Diana and Ares. This uh, you know, he he she denies his request to rid man on the planet so that, and you know, then it would just be the two of them. And then, uh, you know, she says no. And then he says, don't make me destroy you or something like that. I think that's from another movie. Uh, and then he, he zaps the watchtower that they're in. And then Steve Trevor sees that. Do you think he knows that that's Aries? And because it, obviously he would be like, okay, that's Wonder Woman, whatever that is over yonder that I'm seeing that's one one but do you think he's also like oh there is an Aries like I wonder what's going through his head right now I think it's really just mission like oh my god that that's that's insane and then maybe he's like oh seeing something explosion or bat type of power or whatever I don't know what it is uh Diana was over in that thing it's clearly like trouble um but his focus is still on his mission and the mission of stopping the war um yeah because he does use it he does use it to to um to like all right we gotta go we gotta use this time yeah that we have here yeah everybody's scrambling like now is like shit hit the fan no one's gonna look at us and see what we're doing like we get we go this is our moment distraction yeah and I think she, and when I say she, I'm, I mean Dr. Maru, because I'm watching these people run, right? So, like, Wonder Woman gets knocked out of the watchtower, and then you see Steve trying to tell people that they got to go. 
you know, he says, we got to go, we got to go, right? And okay, so there's Dr. Maru. And so this guy with this gas mask next to her got me confused because for a second I thought Dr. Maru was talking to Steve Trevor. Like she didn't know who he was. And I was like, damn, that guy was really sly. But it's not him. It's someone else. Yeah. Uh, so that got me there. For a moment there, I thought she was telling Steve Trevor, you got to get on that plane and go. No, but um, like, she is immediately behind him when Steve makes, makes it to the, the, the bomb plane, the bomber. Yeah. She looking cool with that hat. The hat gets blown off. I know. It's it's this little hat noise too. Uh but yeah. Uh I think that's about it. Did you have anything else for this one? Not really. I'm excited to see um uh un- unhinged Aries uh next next or tomorrow. Um you said it the other time where he uses some of the powers of, uh, you know, we see him in the video games of his projectile range ability. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. Um, I, I'm excited yeah. to talk to you more about <laughs> old man, old man <laughs> Ares in suit of armor. In suit of armor. Yeah. 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 It's, I do like it. I love the coloration of this last bit here where she's fighting him, like the blues and the oranges. It's a really nice color. Yeah. Uh, color blend here i do like that i, I like, like it a lot. a lot um i'm excited to see in 84 the more vibrant uh outfit the vibrant uh wonder woman just the vibrant colors i think i'm i think i'm ready for it oh yeah 100 you know? percent. the red red the real blue blues and i, I think pretty. that's like that goes along with this thing that we've always talked about with the dc cinematic universe having these different uh aesthetics these different directions different directors doing their different things and i do like the different colors sometimes like i like how aquaman looks like the movie like it has like this technicolor thing to it yeah you know oh yeah yes i know aquaman is a very pretty and colorful movie and then um birds of prey has like this it's not so much suicide squad but it it has like this not primary color, color pattern going on. Yeah. Uh, Complementary color. Yeah. It's just like pinks and yellows. And I, I mean, no yellow is a primary color, but like there's like this, just these different color swatches that you see in birds of prey that I really enjoy. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of pink and yellow, which I think is a nice uh, color blend. Um, but uh, ni- 1984 having like this color, saturation to it i think is very fitting for the movie it's in mm-hmm. and then um i always love how like dawn of justice looks like it's color aesthetic especially like when it gets to like the doomsday fight like there's something about it that speaks like apocalyptic to me i could watch that all over again um but uh yeah let's go ahead uh let's let's table this for now we'll come back to more superhero fights tomorrow Right? Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Um, if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. And we also do a podcast called Doom Patrol Radio, where we talk about episodes of Doom Patrol. You can catch us there. And uh, Nate, you want to tell us about Stellar Dynamics? Yes, Stellar Dynamics, a weekly podcast where we uh, discuss music, uh, the goings and comings of the world in the, uh, the current week or whatever, a weekly radio show. Uh, now in podcast form, Stellar Dynamics, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Cool. So we'll catch you guys tomorrow for more Wonder Woman Minute.